the 3SH Honour Board. With Noel Watson chatting to local football legends and players. Part of Football Preview. Heard every Saturday morning, 8.30 on 3SH during the season. Time to have a little look now as you uh, stretch your neck and turn around a little bit. Look up there. It's called the Honour Board. And today, absolutely delighted to have this young fellow on. In fact, everybody's young to me. A league medalist, speaking of young, at a young age, and now absolutely full-time in sports administration. David Alderuccio, a.k.a. Choco. How are you, mate? Good, thanks, Noel. Great to be on the program. Absolutely delighted to have you along, mate. Now, I read just then a BNF winner for the league. How old were you then? <laughs> oh, mate, I was uh, under-15s back in the day, playing yep. for uh, St Mary's um, back in the old Swan Hill Junior Footy oh. League. And, uh, yeah, started my footy career with the... Uh, the Mighty Saints, which I know you're a passionate oh. Saints man, but uh, yeah, no, it was good good days back uh, playing there in the uh, the red, white, and what, black. What position? Oh, I was basically on ball forward type player. Um, yep. I probably wasn't built um, as big as I am now, but uh, pretty scrawny type player, a bit outside runner, and uh, it was yeah, obviously good pretty right. handy with skills. So yeah, mate, you went from there to the Mallee Eagles for a few years. And then into Swan Hill, you change out to the Eagles. That seems a, a different sort of a move. Yeah, well, back then, um, St. Mary's had the alignment with Welbert back then. So, uh, yes. um, yeah, so obviously the um, the old man was um, pretty keen for me to continue that trend. And, yeah, went out to Mallee Eagles in 98 and, and played um, played my first senior game, actually, at, at Welbert under Tony Keeley, who was um, a terrific cool. coach. And, uh, yeah, as I said, uh, was there. But... Uh, Year 12 studies happened in 2000, so um, and I had a good bunch of mates there at Swan Hill, so I decided to uh, yeah spend uh, spend my yeah final year at school and, and play local at Swan Hill in 2000, which, as I said, was a great club to be a part of. Served you well, because uh, from there you went down to uni. Now, where does the AFL and, and the connection come in there? Because I know you went to Melbourne, but I'm not sure of the connection. Um, well, I was doing a bit of... Um, bit of work with uh, our old mate Glenn Stewart. Um, I'm not, not sure if you're aware, but um, Stewie was my year 10 maths teacher and um, and he was a league administrator with uh, the Central Murray at the time. Do any uh, maths? Did you Murray. actually do any maths? Well, I did. I was adding up votes. Um, <laughs> so he, he got me there um, part of the year 10 maths class to, to help him with his admin, which uh, I thoroughly enjoyed and that actually grew my passion for sports admin and um, I was fortunate enough in 2001 to get an AFL sports ready traineeship which um, I did as part of um, uh, some training I did and then yeah went on and, and studied um, sports admin and rec at, at Swinburne Uni so um, I was pretty fortunate to um, yeah for Stewie for giving me that opportunity and, and growing um, yeah my sports um, passion. Yeah a lot to uh, a lot to handle Stewie I think you and Shane and a few others didn't do a lot of maths but uh, got the footy side of things. Mate did you play footy in Melbourne? Yeah, I did, mate. I played a few years at uh, De La Salle in the um, oh. in the Vafa, which was um, a, a very interesting experience coming from country footy. Mm. Um, but loved it. The um, the standard was high. I was fortunate enough to play under um, ex Hawthorne um, player Paul Cooper, who um, coached the the Premier League, and then I also played under nineteen. So I actually played a, um, a handful of games in the Premier League, which um, wow. was was exciting. And some of the players I played against and with were. Unbelievable, and um, I think the 
Vasa goes under the radar in terms of the quality of footy that they do. The standard is it's it's, and we've seen a number of Swan Hill people, country boys, play Vasa along the time too. Yeah, and they all speak highly of it because as you say, no, whether it goes under the radar, Choco, but just not as as high profile. But gee, you're right, it's it's really good footy. Now, you finished up with your sports admin studies, and then you found your way back to town, and this time Warrnambool. Yeah, well, I had no connection with Warrenine, and and it's a bit of a funny story, to be honest, Noel. But well, Mum was a Mum's a seamstress. She um she runs her own business locally, and uh, she had uh, a few clubs, and Warrenine was one of them where she used to um, sew the numbers on the back of the jumpers back in the day before oh, yeah. the, uh, the sublimated jumpers came into place. So, yeah, I was I was home for uni holidays. Warrenine had spoken to me, um, said, "Would you be interested in coming back and playing?" And um, you know, one thing led to another, and yeah, I. I Ended up having a pretty good career at Warrenine and spent a lot of time there. Obviously, we had some tough times um, in terms of success. We probably didn't get a, a great deal of success. But, yeah, I was there for a good part of, you know, 12, 13, 14 years. Wow. Now, did your mum sew your number on okay for you, mate? <laughs> number one's easy yeah. to do, I suppose, number one. like Yeah, yeah. I, um, I, I only wore a single number there, so it made it pretty easy. But, um, <laughs> yeah, obviously... Um, back in the days where they used to take the number off and put a new number on, and, yeah. uh, opposed to just uh, keeping jumpers. So, yeah. yeah, mate, uh, I know that uh, something that's topical these days is the uh, lots of concussion rules. Now, I know you you copped a few of those. Yeah, I sure did. Um, it's probably um, one thing that I probably copped a lot of during my footy career, um, probably more than I wanted, but um, some pretty severe ones along the way. So mm. um, it's, it's definitely something that. Um, I look back at it, and I, I know there was a portion of my footy career I played with a helmet, based on the fact that I had concussions. But uh, yeah. look, it's, it's just part of the game, and, and it's obviously something that, um, as you know, it's it's quite yeah. um, it's a hot topic at the moment in, um, in the in the footy industry. Yeah, I know where you're coming from. I got knocked out four times in one year, moved to Swan Hill the next year, and played with a helmet and cop plenty for it. But um, in the way, in, look, actually, well, I was told to retire from footy, but uh, in a way, that's what we do, and we keep going. And you kept going. You played at Murrabit, and who coached at Murrabit? I didn't realise you went to Murrabit. Yeah, I was at Murrabit for twelve months. Um, Billy McGowan actually. Um, oh, Billy. Me. Um, yeah, he's a, a great man. Billy has, has yeah. been at Barramie. Yeah, he was at Murrabit. We had a we had a great year that year. Um, unfortunately, we lost the grand final to Wandala, but um, like we had a we had a stellar team that year with some really good players and. Um, yeah, as I said, it was yeah, it was a really good um, yeah opportunity, and I really enjoyed it. Murrabit was a great club, and um, you know it was good to get some success, even though we didn't win the play. But to to play in finals, that was the first final or grand final I've ever played in. Wow. Um. So yeah, which was um which was great, and and then obviously went back to Warrenine and and played off in the um, reserves premiership in 2013. Country finals, Choco, and you've been around long long enough now to go to a lot of them. But country finals just have that extra, and like to play in a, in a final at Murrab- for Murrab- I know you lost it but just the enthusiasm of the crowd and the involvement it's massive isn't it oh it's huge and and, it, and it's the lifeblood of every country footy club yeah. and um, obviously I've been involved in it now for a while but I think um, for me the appreciation of playing finals um, I, and I missed a lot of it you know it might have been 10 years without any finals or any type of um, success in that perspective was yeah. it was a bit of a, a, a surreal moment it's probably something I look back at now and I'm really proud of and um, yeah as I said it's it's just such a, a great 
great opportunity. Choco, uh, I and a lot of other people will know you through your involvement in Central Murray or similar so far as administration, and I alluded to that at the start. You became the operations manager for Central Murray Commission, and uh, I say this without fear or favour, to me, the best that we've had overseeing Central Murray. No, seriously. And, And you ran the legs like a football person, and I could tell the passion, and you're obviously still passionate. Yeah, look, it was a great opportunity. Um, I always wanted to get back into footy. Um, I did a bit of um, footy admin with Warrenine through operations and and um, and yep. helped with their footy department. And then, yeah, obviously had the chance to, to go in and run the league under the Central Murray Commission. So, yeah, three years with Central Murray um, and Golden Rivers. Um, uh, and I appreciate your kind words. But as I said, I just got in and, and got it done. And, and my biggest philosophy was relationships. And, and that was something that I really strived on, was making sure that I built relationships and understood the importance of volunteers and people do for these clubs to get up and mm. running. And that's something that I've, um, yeah, obviously kept uh, front of mind, particularly in my career with working um, in the industry. Well, just little things like making sure the scores are through. You know, a lot of people in country Victoria listening just to keep up to date with the scores. If we haven't got the scores, we can't give them. And uh, you're exemplary in that regard. 2019 to 22, you became a different role, but the same, if that makes sense. Yeah, well, I I crossed over from working with leagues into working with the AFL. So um, I was fortunate enough to um, get a job with um, AFL Victoria. um, And and that was... um, Jamie Macri was actually working and, and Jamie did a terrific job and yeah. um, big shoes to fill coming in and, and, and working with Jamie. I learned a lot off Jamie. Jamie was just a fantastic operator. So um, I worked, um, yeah, as a footy development manager there for a period of time, um, obviously supporting and, and growing the game um, at grassroots level and, and looking at ways to, to better the program. And, and then obviously... Um, the, the role changed um, and where I became, obviously, a participation coordinator, which was, as I said, really honing in on, um, you know, kids, um, yep. boys and girls, 5 to 12, and, and really trying to strengthen the base of grassroots footy. Well, what do you call it, though? Build the base. Build the base, yeah, and that's that's part of the role, is just really build the base and get get as many kids involved. And, yep. um, you know, our motto is, obviously, we want to recruit and retain and, and then transition these kids into community footy. No, fantastic. But look, just just in closing, I want to go back to footy because a lot of the listeners will want to know the era that you played in and who you played with and against. Now, I know uh, that you played on and absolutely toweled up a Collingwood legend by the name of Dane Swan. I wouldn't say I towed him up, no. No, I can. I, I, got, a, I got a football lesson that day. As I said, <laughs> just a naive 19-year-old boy from the country who... Um, you know, played on some kid that at the time St Bernard's um, was spruiking about, this Dane Swan, and um, I put my hand up and said, look, I'm, I'm happy to play on him. And I think the first bounce, I went straight to him and, and showed him a bit of um, bit of rough and tough. And unfortunately, um, I got shown how to, a football ball lesson that day because he <laughs> absolutely towered me up. And to this day, I still laugh about it. I just think that, uh, yeah, he just, he just tore yeah. straight through me. Mate, some of the local good players uh, that you've seen? Oh, look, mate, there's plenty. Um, Luke O'Toole, I think he goes under the radar a fair bit. Paul Bennett, Luke O'Sullivan. Uh, sorry, Ryan O'Sullivan. Uh, Jared Arantz was huge. Matty Curran. Mm. Ash Thompson, the list goes on. Billy McGowan was huge. Um, Nathan Henry. Josh Bray, when I spent some time at Maribyrn, had a lot of respect for those fellas. Yeah. Um, uh, great to play against. And then to play with. 
Um, pa Wall, can't go past Pa Wall. Yeah. Um, Ryan Tierney, Simon Primke. Um, yeah, there's a number of players I've played with. And Jason Kerr was another one that I really... Um, he came over from others, Mario, that I really respected. So, yeah, no, it was some, some great players in that era. While it's probably only 10 or so, 15 years ago, it feels like a, a lifetime ago. Chucko, you, you've done a wonderful job. I know you're, uh, you're passionate. People can hear that in your voice. And uh, congratulations what you've achieved so far. But I know you've got a lot more to give. And that participation manager, I think, fits relatively well for uh, for where you... Where you're looking to go with your football from here on in. So uh, congratulations. Thanks for your time. This, I know Saturday mornings you're as busy as me on a Saturday. So thanks thanks very much for your time. And I'm sure our listeners appreciate just that little catch-up. It's been terrific. Nah, thanks, Nolan. I appreciate you and, and the team do the amount of work you do. So, um, yeah, keep it going. Cheers, mate. There we are. David Elderuccio, a.k.a. Choco, to everybody else. Uh, does a fantastic job. Just wears his heart on his sleeve.